Hello and welcome to Engagement Express, the podcast series for HR engagement and internal communication professionals designed to give you tips and tricks on how to increase engagement in your organisation. My name's Katie Siche and I'm a global internal communications and collaboration consultant. Join me every two weeks where I'll be sharing ideas, talking to people who are involved in engagement and internal communications and HR and also management, just general management consultants to talk about how we can engage employees specifically in this new environment of hybrid working. Let's dive in. Today I'll be exploring the internal communications content approval process. For some it's cumbersome, for others quick and easy. But it almost always requires a diligent and process-driven approach to stakeholder management. Too many cooks. How about fatigued instead of tired? Why not say delighted instead of happy? There are way too many words in any language to make it a simple process to agree on which of them to use. The term FYI is pivotal to simplifying the approval process, specifically when those stakeholders are not an important part of the approval process or not directly involved. Some stakeholders give in to the temptation to start wordsmithing. It always fascinates me how much they involve themselves when it clearly isn't necessary. The next thing I would advise is being firm, obviously in a respectful way, about who is involved in checking facts, wordsmithing and just FYI for awareness. Too many cooks. Having worked for many complex global organisations, I've witnessed the process of content approvals many times, sometimes painless, sometimes requiring a heavy dose of codeine. When a message needs to be shared with stakeholders, it's really tempting to boil the ocean until it has dried. So what was originally a tale with a beginning, middle and end turns out to be a dry, crusty piece of corporate speak. It's a common tale. The content is drafted by a member of the internal communications team. So it contains all the key facts, plus a little extra to link what's been stated to the business strategy and short and long-term goals. Then it enters a round of approvals. I'm a fan of keeping this initial group really small, as small as possible, but not only keeping the group small, there needs to be a few ground rules set or rules of engagement that confine the edits to facts. We all know people who think they understand how to communicate well. The right words to use, tone, style, rhythm. Sometimes it's very hard working in internal comms and this is one of the main reasons why. How about fatigued instead of tired? Why not say delighted instead of happy? 
there are way too many words in any language to make it a simple process to agree on which of them to use. There comes a point in the approval process when this sort of back and forth starts to happen. It's probably a good time to reset the purpose of the approval loop you're entering each time a communication needs to be shared. So who needs to be involved in the approval steps? It all depends on what you're communicating about. The most rigorous approvals are clearly almost always related to people changes, departures, arrivals, M&A activity, restructuring, redundancy or changes to benefits, terms and conditions. If the change is particularly complicated or will impact different audience groups in different ways, then it's almost always the most important thing to look at using different channels, not just email or an intranet article. You needn't fall back on the cascade method either, relying on managers to share the messages down the chain. I always advise on using a wide range of channels whilst retaining the core messages at the heart of the communication. It's amazing how many colleagues come out of the woodwork when content approvals need to be worked on. The challenge is keeping the essence of the original message when people who are not close to the communication get involved. Minimising the visibility of the message to colleagues who are looped in. The term FYI is pivotal to simplifying the approval process, specifically when those stakeholders are not an important part of the approval process or not directly involved. Some stakeholders give in to the temptation to start wordsmithing. It always fascinates me how much they involve themselves when it clearly isn't necessary. But often they are so senior that no one or everyone is too scared to say thanks for your input. But I feel as though we have the core message ready to share with audiences. Internal communications is often subject to strange processes that just don't exist in more insular worlds like external comms, marketing or PR. Not only do people who are not communicators get involved in checking beyond the cold hard facts, I've witnessed them actually requesting wholesale changes that relate to the choice of words used. When the marketing and brand team see the final messages go out, there's little that has stayed true to the internal voice and tone. Too many cooks have burnt the contents of the comms pot. What is left is not exactly charred remains, but it's not cordon bleu standard either. Having a framework for content approvals is a great start, but mandating the process is the only way to keep it from being ignored each time. Share the workflow with key stakeholders during their regular meetings. If there is a weekly or bi-monthly catch-up already in place for various functions and departments, there usually is, meet them where they're already at. Creating an industry around internal comms rarely works unless your organisation is heavily invested in IC. 
The next thing I would advise is being firm, obviously in a respectful way, about who is involved in checking facts, wordsmithing and just FYI for awareness. If email is the tool used to facilitate the approval process, manage the two and CC fields well so it's clear who needs to put effort into reviewing the content and suggesting changes if necessary. I might even go as far as putting a header at the top of the Word document stating the official approvers and those categorised as FYI. After all, this probably makes the FYI crew feel more comfortable. How many of us recall the feeling of abject relief when we get looped into an email chain that when opened clearly stipulates that it's simply FYI, nothing to see here. Move on and get back to whatever you were doing or whatever you were working on before the rude interruption. To summarise the focus on content approvals, I think the most important thing is to understand who your stakeholders are, who's responsible for managing the approval process from a wordsmithing perspective, which should be a minimal group, um, probably focused on internal communications and perhaps the stakeholder who's running the project or initiative or change that you're writing about, um, and those who are just looking at the um, tone and style from a brand and marketing perspective, which should be internal communicators and anyone else who just needs to know that the comms is going out on what it says, but it's not actually involved in the content approval from a wordsmithing or content change perspective. Make sure that you use tools to help facilitate that as mentioned in the episode. That's it for episode 48. Thanks for joining. Join me in a couple of weeks' time where I'll be interviewing the wonderful Jenny Field from Redefining Communications, a really fantastic interview. Uh, my name's Katie Siche. You can find me on LinkedIn at Katie Siche. That's I-S-I-C-H-E-I. Or you can reach me via email at katesiche at wheretolookcoms.co.uk. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. And remember, opportunities to engage are everywhere. All you need to know is where to look. <music>